Welcome back to Cries in Norwegian. I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. And this is our podcast about international internet phenomenon, scum. Yes, the show about teens and their shame. In Norway, but also in all other parts of the world. But today it's in Norway. <laughs> today it's in Norway. We are doing episode 11, titled... Do You Seriously Remember Nothing? Yes. Uh, and yeah, we're not, we don't have much of an intro because we just recorded the previous one, so there's not much else to add, There's right? no, no news, yeah. yeah. There's no, no news, yeah. Goss- no, no gossip. No gossip. Uh, but we'll probably recap. Sure. Just really quickly. I mean, so, I mean, the recap is this is the low point of the season. Yes, we have hit the all is lost. We're about to enter our, sequ- our third act, act of the season. Mm-hmm. Bullshit fil- filmmaker speak. Do we it's- sound smart? <laughs> Do we? Do we? Yeah, no, it's it's like where the main character is the furthest away from her goal, which is to be, in this case, to be with William. Yeah. And just what has happened is Nora finally told, you know, her friends, and they were there for her, they helped her out, um, and the then whole, she told... Uh, yeah, about the whole human garbage Nikolai thing. Yeah, and then she told human garbage Nikolai to fuck the fuck off. Good for her. Yes, badass. And then uh, William found out, so everything was Because human garbage Nikolai told told him before yes. Nora had a chance to because tell him. Because he's a spiteful yeah. shit. Yeah, because he also doesn't understand that this is her trauma and her journey, and she gets to choose when he, when William finds, finds out. out. <laughs> because yeah. that's what, that's why he's human garbage. Um, anyway, that's the recap. That's the recap. So now on to the episode. Yeah. We're literally in the final stretch of the season. Yeah, so it's only 25 minutes, and it kind of wraps up a lot of stories, and then there's one more story left for the next episode. Yeah, and it's a, the next episode is pretty long, too, so yeah. there's a lot. But I think that also starts setting up other things. I don't know. I don't remember. It's there been a while. There is one set up in this already. I know. I saw it. I was very excited Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because I do actually, I have noticed the lack of my, my favorite character. Yeah, because he hasn't been hardly at all in the season. Ha- hardly at all. And the last time we saw him was like halfway, half season ago. It was when he got into the fight with yeah. the rest of the Yakuza. Yeah, you just see where him he's, in the distance. He's just kind of like standing around being like, I'm about to fight. Except I don't think he ever like throws a punch yeah. or anything. He's just kind of like, I'm here. I'm Do here. Do they ever deal with this whole storyline in the next season? Like, did they ever mention it? That he used to get into fights with Yakuza and that was a whole thing? No, I don't. <laughs> no. All right. Well, that's it fine. Is, it is mentioned in fan fiction, as is the whole question about whether or not Isaac told Yunus about what he did in season one. Oh, we've yeah we've talked about this. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's it's not mentioned. It's not mentioned in any of the remakes so far either. Uh, although in fic, it's also mentioned. Uh, uh-huh. just, that's why. I am I this. am I saying that sometimes I read some scam Italia fan fiction? I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? No judgment, no judgment. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we open with Nora at home, kind of like her room is a mess because she's clearly in the process of cleaning. Yeah, uh, as every- you do when your life hits the pot. Yeah, she uh, is. She's Mary condoing her life. Yeah. <laughs> I made the same joke in my notes. Really? Oh, of my course. God. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, she's clearing out all papers. She's going through stuff. And Vilda comes in. Um, and kind of sits with her and they start talking about stuff and she sees photos of Nora from the ninth grade Nora and kind had, of comments on how she looked different she looks. Yeah, she has long hair, she's much thinner. I also noticed that uh, she had a card that said Feliz cumpleaños Nora oh, when she was in, from when she she was was in Spain. Spain. I feel like there's more backstory to her time in Spain that we haven't gotten this season and I don't know if I'm just like if I wrote it in my head and filled it in or if it's going to come later. I mean she talks, she, she mentions 
I think in the in the finale she talks to William a little bit more about her like virginity storyline, like story. Sorry, not storyline. Uh-huh. But I don't think that she fills much more in. Um, and like I, I'm just probably remembering this, but the timeline of her going to Spain. I assume that happened after the fifteen. She had sex with a fifteen year old and he dumped her. Yeah. Situation. I, I. That's what. I, that I, was like her running away. That's how I understand. It I can't too. remember how old she was when she went. She does tell William that. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. I mean, it's implied that she essentially, when season one starts, just got back from uh, Spain. Right. So, until she was, what, 16? Like, so, did she, was she there when she was, like, 14, 15? Yeah, Like, what, years. 16? Like, I don't know. The timeline's a little fuzzy. Yeah. Um, her parents are not the greatest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a sob story. Yeah, so she... So then Fielder asks her about William and says that she has heard from Eva, who heard from Penetrator Chris, that William is off at his father's in London, and but, like, reassures her he'll be back probably because... Because they have exams. Exams. See, he literally cannot graduate. Right. There's actually... I was... I did read the text messages for this episode, uh-huh. and there are some jokes in, like, in the Girl Squad text message where they're like, I mean... He has to come back. What? What is he gonna do? Repeat? Like he, he would yeah, have his to, senior year. Yeah, like, his senior year. I, like <laughs> I did think about that for a moment. I was like, what is exactly is he planning to do by dropping out a week before exams or whatever it is that he's doing? I don't even know. I feel like he, I feel like he was using his like money and influence to be like, can I take these exams at home? Oh, Here's probably. Some, yeah, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he's gonna like just quit high school <laughs> a week before it happens. <laughs> like before it ends. That even for him, it's a bit too much. It's too much. <laughs> and again, I don't know why I'm so into the friendship of Penetrator Chris and William. It's the fact that William, when William is like, "Look, the reason I get into these fights is because I have to protect the only family I have, uh-huh. and that's Penetrator Chris." Uh-huh. But I'm like, okay, so what does that look like? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then I think this is the first time that it's made explicit that uh, William's dad lives in London. Um, I could be wrong. I, don't, I feel like they've said it before. Maybe. I mean, we, is... we've def- we definitely know that they're not there in Oslo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I couldn't remember if not, if the fact that his dad is in London had been said. Uh, but Nora tells Vilde, by the way, I'm like, I'm finally talking to Maddie tomorrow, which Vilde is very proud about. And then, in one of my favorite scenes that I didn't even remember at all. Uh-huh. Totally. Uh, Vilde asks her if she wants food, and she's like, no, I already ate. But she Vilde again keeps, turns it down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then Vilde again is like, no, but I, I brought you something. Um, and it's tortillas. It's tortilla. By the way, it's a Spanish tortilla, if we're being... Exactly. I don't think I've ever had Spanish tortilla. Apparently, has potatoes in it, which I didn't know. Uh, Shelby's made it. Oh, has she? I thought she made it for book club, but maybe you went there. Maybe I was there. I've never made it, but I really like it. I eat it all the time. Is it thick? Yes, thick. Oh, that sounds yummy. And she's made. um, Well, we're gonna have to tell Shelby to make it for you again. Yes. Uh, Or I I could try to make it, but (laughs) no. We'll tell Shelby to make it again. And. Then Vilde not only brought, like, tortilla for her, but she gives her, basically she tells her her whole speech yeah. about your body needs potatoes. I know, I love this so much. And the whole thing, and literally after this, I'm like, how do people still hate Vilde? I don't. I, I was so mushy after this scene. Me too. And I'm like, I understand that she's not perfect, especially when it comes to her relationship with Sana. But, uh, I don't know, man. She's just... She's so genuine and 
good-hearted, even if she has some backwards and, and ideas. And strong. Yeah. yeah. And and just, again, a kind of friend who you call to clean up a dead body kind of thing, because she, I just think, would be unquestionably there. If you're in her in-group, you're in her group. Yeah. And no matter what she thinks of you, she will be there for you. I just, I don't know. I love that about her. But I, I love the thing, because she's, she's kind of returning the favor, obviously. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, like, pulling her out of this and but I think also acknowledging it like there's like this like yeah she's basically saying like you she's reminding Nora of how she helped her yeah and sort of this like you were strong you are strong you matter you made a difference in my life yeah there's so much let me do that for you too yeah Uh, and and we talk so much about this whole Nora, or I've talked so much about this, Nora sort of looking down on Bill Day, and this is like putting them on equal ground. Yeah. In a way that both of them understand. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. I just, and so she ends up sort of her whole speech with being like, well, we must eat tortilla. Yes. So, yeah, she, she gets to mother Nora, and Nora is like clearly there for it. Yes. Like, she really appreciates yeah. that, you can she, tell. She gives in to that. Uh-huh. And, and it's something that it's very hard for her to do, as we've seen. <clears throat> yes. Uh, I feel like this whole season has been ramming that message that Eskild said last episode, which is you don't have to carry the world on your shoulders by yourself all the time, yeah. basically. Or people need people. Whatever. Yeah. The shorter, <laughs> more efficient, better way yeah. of saying that. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't, I it just, it was just a great scene to yeah. start with and yeah. just satisfying. And that's pretty much the conclusion of that storyline. Yeah. And especially when it was one of the ones that I had so much trouble with at the beginning, it really brings it to such a satisfying, like, place. Uh-huh. Um, and just, it makes me happy. Yeah. Um, and it it is sort of like a turning point in this in Nora's story, I guess. In obnoxious filmmaker speak, it's the break into Act Three. What? It's the, it's the scene that motivates your character to like take their final, you know, uh, face their final battle. Yes. Um, and I noticed in the next scene she is wearing lipstick. So yeah, she even is. if she was in the last one, in this next one, she's it's like bright. It is bright lipstick. So it's she, like back, she's back visually, she's back to the Nura. to herself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so she's put on put on her battle armor. Yeah. So Noda gets a text from Eva that William is not in school. We see her by the she's what's the word? What she by see? the windows? No, she's outside on the. Oh yeah, sorry. This on is the bench. The I could only think the word in Spanish. Okay, <laughs> I was like brain, brain, brain. What is the word? That's the problem with being bilingual. Sometimes <laughs> you can't your brain find it. You're just like, like short circuits. Like, it's I know that word. I've used it a million times. <laughs> it's the thing that you sit on. Yeah. So yeah, so she's sitting on the bench by herself, um, waiting for Maddie. Yes, and she get when she gets a message from Eva that William did not turn up for his exams. But then Maddie arrives, and she is super cool. Not at all. She the is way. so cool. Which yeah. is how I remembered her because she isn't. She does appear in season four, and she's just kind of like, "Hey, I'm super cool. Yeah, and I don't have time for your." like petty fighting like do you want the bus or do you not want the bus yeah Yeah, like let's be mature so that was was sort of like my impression of Mary so I had forgotten that people were like Maddie she seems like a bitch I was like nah she's cool she's cool and she complimented your lipstick once Uh, that is true that is true so uh, so basically Nora is pretty open about like I don't remember anything and like as as 
uh, Maddie is telling her more and more of what happens in the night. She kind of keeps being like, you don't remember this part either? You don't remember this part right. either? And she's like... Hence <laughs> the name of the episode. Yeah, the title do you seriously remember nothing? And she's like, no, no, really, nothing. Yeah, so what is that actually happened that night? So uh, here's sort of the way that... Um, the facts, according to uh, Maddie. Uh, Nora most definitely did not sleep with Nico. She just basically got drunk and... Maddie was taking care of her. Yeah. Uh, Nura threw up, then she gave her some water, then she threw up again. There was a lot of throwing up and water. <laughs> Essentially, eventually, she decided that she wanted to go lie in William's room, and this was kind of funny, like, in a weird way, uh-huh. where she's like, drunk Nura remembers that two weeks ago, or whatever, how many weeks ago, episodes ago, William was like, I'm gonna get you naked in my bed. Uh, with in it two weeks. In two weeks. So... Drunk Nura thinks it's hilarious for her to get naked and into William's bed, even if he's not there, so that he's technically correct. (laughs) Because that's drunk logic. Yeah. And then after she does all of this, essentially she just passes out. And Maddie, because again, she is actually pretty fucking nice, decides to just stay with her in the room. Maddie is a good friend. (laughs) I I would keep her around. Um... (laughs) And, and Nora keeps being like, no, no, but, like, what happened after? Like, when did Nico come in? And she's like, well, like, much later, I was still awake, and I tried to get him to go away, but he just passed out, so I was like, he's pretty harmless. And then eventually, she fell asleep, so Nora's like, well, how do you know that nothing happened when you were asleep? And she was like, because he's so wasted that there's no way he could have done anything. Yeah, he couldn't have... And I would have noticed. She's like, I'm not, I wasn't that passed out that I wouldn't have noticed if people were having sex next to me on this bed. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, so that pretty much, I feel like, definitively settles that question. Yeah. Um, and then Nora tells her that he had naked pictures of her, which Mari's pretty repulsed about. Yeah. Um, and Nora says she reported him. Yeah. Which I was like, so is he going to go to jail? Yeah. That's the oh, that's the next, yes. Mm, I just, yeah jump the gun yes that's the implication yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. she which is kind of even better than just telling him off yeah so she reported him yeah even better than just getting a mic drop moment yes but then in season four we find out that she like (sighs) it didn't go anywhere no she like she needed to testify and she oh and she doesn't show up that's right i forgot about that yeah yeah oh nora yeah so there's a whole thing but anyway as of right now she reported him there's Think, going to be legal. things are gonna happen. Things are gonna happen. Uh, yeah, and then Mari tells the story. We get kind of like third party finally story of our over like what was the family like. Yeah, the sad backstory that we've it's been hinted at since I think the very first episode of yeah. this season. And I think Mari does a really good job of telling it. I just don't know how much how effective it is at this point in the story, at yeah. this point in the season. And coming from these from this person who again we kind of just met in a lot of ways yeah yeah i mean i do like that it's like like i trust her yeah i do trust her 100 percent. no matter which whether human garbage nikolai or william told the story some part of me would be like is this true whereas maddie really is much more of a third party yeah Um, and And she says like basically she was best friends with their mysterious sister um amalia amalia was she william's twin I I don't know if that was like a subtitle thing a subtitle thing or or not either. Yeah. I was very confused Cause about it. At some point, she says they were eight. Yeah, in, in, uh, referring to William and Amelia. Yeah, Amelia. But so anyway, the, I, the, yeah, I don't. 
I don't think it's ever mentioned again, so yeah. I feel like that was maybe just a. I mean, just, I was curious. Just, uh, just a thing in the subtitles. I was gonna check it out on the Daily Motion link, but mm-hmm. then I forgot. I was double checking some stuff on the w, on the subs on the uh-huh. Daily Motion. But so okay, like the extra tragic, like gothic tragedy level <laughs> uh, backstory. A lot of it we already know. But it turns out uh, Nikolai is not doesn't have the same father as the other two children, his and dad kind of had like a bad upbringing, upbringing because of that. His dad didn't want anything to do with him. His dad, his stepdad, didn't want anything to do with him, and he was the one who had the tantrums that we heard about. Right, and then uh, the mother handled it really badly. Yes, really... which which Mari is, you know, sympathetic to. She's like, yeah, she's like, you know, but she also recognizes. Yeah, she's like, that's not how you handle a child. And she, well, she also says, I used to be scared of him. So like, imagine yeah. like that because she would go as a little girl she was like between the ages of five and eight i'm gonna Uh assume from the context that we have and there would be like a screaming child locked in a room right and the mother (laughs) just like crazily playing music loudly to drown him out and drinking her wine yeah that is one dysfunctional family all right yeah so then eventually uh, at one point i guess nico took the the car yeah he stole his dad's car with william and amalia in it mm-hmm. and of course crashed it there was an accident and amalia died yeah she broke her back and she died very sad and very traumatic the, yeah very traumatic for everyone and then after that basically the mother checked out and kind of abandoned uh her two sons um yeah and so basically, like, the... the, the I mean, it's funny because Maddie also says, like, and then everything since, like, since then everything's been fucked up. And I was like, girl, it was fucked up beforehand. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. It was not, that was not the, this just the adds, beginning. Yeah, this just adds an extra level of uh-huh. tragedy and trauma to everyone. Yes. But she ends up saying, but William's a good guy. He just keeps everything on the inside. Yeah. Which I feel like is the, like, everything this season has been trying to... Just to do. And I, and I, and I, and I... I think on this rewatch, I think it's, I found it more effective than I had found it before, but yeah. I still think that the show tells me more than shows me um, mm-hmm. all these big truths about William, and I even think that, I don't I don't know if, I think his trauma informs who he is, but I don't think it should be an excuse for who he is either. Yeah, it's uh, weird, like, it... It goes back to the thing I was saying about in the last episode, which I think, like, there, there's just, like, one too many dramatic plot lines happening yeah. this season. So either they needed more episodes or one less plot line. I think maybe that's it. I think I think it's, like, all this build up to this backstory and then maybe not enough is done with it or I'm, like, I don't, I don't well, know. I can't verbalize it, how it makes me feel. It, it has to do with, I, I'm uncomfortable. I mean, this is more, like, gonna come up more at the end of this episode but like it has to do with the fact that this plot particular storyline which is the maybe William's brother raped me and uh now William hates me and is gonna break up with me there's something about how it ends up unfolding at this stage that is about Nura apologizing or like (sighs) do you know what I mean and 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 there's just something um, well, where that, it, that it makes, makes me... it makes it a little bit too much about him at this point, where I still think that it needs to be about Nora. I don't know. Like she still didn't. I don't know. She didn't do anything wrong. I think that's it. There's this framing that she has to win him back. Yeah, and I don't know that the show earned that. Yeah, because and like, he was a shit heel, and then at some point they were like, let's just pretend he's actually, like, has a big heart, and I was like, okay, I'll go along with that, but I, 
I I don't like as much this climactic ending of this episode as I want because there's a sense of like she has to win him back, and I'm like, I get that, and I get, and I like I, I said, I get his reaction because he's human, but then I'm also like, again, she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, um, and in fact, it was a quite traumatic experience. Yes. I, do, I just, I don't know. I think, like, that's the closest I would even I can would rather him coming hot like he has done before and then have them, like, have a conversation about it instead of whatever it is he does this episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I just know that I'm, it's I felt not unsatisfied. Right yeah. Approach. Resolution or yeah. something. I, and I, when I stop and think about it, I don't actually know what I could or would change or do differently. Yeah. And so I, I, it's not like I pretend I have answers, but I did, like, stop and try to think about what, why does it, it's like the ending to a, a different setup or something. Yeah, something, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. And both are, like, classic romantic beginnings, setups and payoffs, but... yeah. They didn't fully mesh somehow yeah. halfway, and maybe more episodes would have this. This isn't made it work. Yeah, this isn't Eva kissing Penetrator Chris and keeping it from Duna. Right, like this is like your brother took naked pictures of me, and right, like, and then like threatened. I, it's a whole thing. Yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, anyway. Well, anyway, we can keep moving on. Sorry, uh, we can move on. Just yeah, there's something about it that doesn't sit quite quite right with yeah. me even if yeah i think maddie does a really good job of explaining to us um the sad tragic backstory of the magnuson mm-hmm. brothers yes yes uh, and i think it also justifies her presence at that party um yeah because there's this family um she is has also she been, is connected to the family and she is connected yeah. to that loss too yeah um so anyway that's interesting so now we are back in school the girl squad, well, it's mainly Eva. It's Eva, Nura, and Vilde. And then Nura, sorry, Vilde and Eva are having this ongoing conversation that has started, I think, since season one and continues on to season four about chlamydia in the eye. Yes, which I had <laughs> forgotten about. And then it all came back to me in a rush. And then I realized that's where the uh, Scam Spain got it from, clearly. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, there's just this whole ongoing joke about whether or not you can get chlamydia in your eyes. Right. And, and Bill Day is, like, 100% sure you can. So <laughs> this is, like, her, her like, thing throughout all four seasons. It's yes. like, have you heard about chlamydia in the eye? <laughs> also, I want to take a moment to question why because it reminds me of there's a joke in Veronica Mars season two uh, that is, like, chlamydia is not a flower. Oh, I remember that, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what is it about chlamydia that makes it funnier than any other type of, like... (laughs) Yeah, right. No no other STD is really very funny. Uh, Yeah. But something about chlamydia just lends itself to jokes. I mean, it's treatable. It's got a funny name. Name. (laughs) It does sound like a flower. That's really funny. Yeah, that's actually... That line is actually... It's it's, um, Tristan Bell and Kristen Ritter. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, um, yeah. Anyway, I can just very distinctly see that scene yeah, right yeah, now yeah. in my head. Then we get uh, Nora looking at her phone, and she has a bunch of unanswered texts uh, that she's written to William, which I then went to the mega video and actually looked up. Uh, yes, because I already did have a translation. I assume it just meant, like, William, I know, I, did, I never slept with your brother, I promise. Like, I assumed it was some version of an explanation. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like... And then, like, you, you could just, like, answer, like, what's wrong with you. Whatever. Right, right. So he's not answering. Um, she also has a very important message from Lynn. Yes. So she gets a text message from Lynn. 
that says that there's someone living in the basement. Do you know anything about it? (laughs) And she just answers no. But I'm like, I do. I remember watching this and being like, huh? Yeah. (laughs) I do like the the way the show seeds things for future seasons. It does. In the last two episodes, usually. So then, uh, yeah, so then they're setting up the someone's living in the apartment which will be revealed in the next episode but also what i love about it is that it, even when it's revealed it's not that obvious uh-huh like some people miss it entirely uh but it's also just so well done it's so yeah. satisfying yeah 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 it's been so satisfying in the background like life is our point of view is nora but the world is still going on yes. around her I, that's a really well done aspect of the show even though yeah. i like sometimes miss characters yeah. i do love this idea that they have a life outside of uh outside of the one that we're immediately following. Yes. So then Sana runs in and says that William is in school. He's in the office. Like, so... Nora just, like, takes off. Yeah, she takes there, off. There's not even any dialogue there. Um, and she finds him there, and she she kind of, like, says, I didn't... She, well, she asks him, like, how come you're not answering your messages? He, he kind of throws back in her face. <laughs> My phone is <laughs> dead. 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 Yeah. But she basically says, I didn't sleep with your brother, and she wants to talk. And William says he's moving to London. Yeah, well, forever. For yeah, good. and this is what I liked about this. So that it was also a reversal, and that she's the one who's like getting in his space. Yes, I uh, love that. And so physically, it was really interesting. She, uh, she's absolutely using his strategy, actually, yes. because she basically gives him no option but to talk to her. She says, kind of like the way he was like, you know, I'm never gonna stop until you go on a date with yeah, me. Yeah. So he's she's like. like I'm never going to let you move to London until you talk to me. Yeah, uh, and I just thought it was an interesting sort of, like, because we've talked so much about this idea of power between the two of them, uh-huh. um, just, like, she's very much trying to regain that... Um, yeah, so, like, e- equal footing. Equal footing again. Yeah, I am I very th- relieved to see that they, that the show does, at this point, say that they are on equal footing, that they are a match in that way, mm-hmm. that, like, one isn't more of a bully over the other. Yeah, and that they understand each other, uh, and sort of, like, the way that the other operates uh-huh. in a lot of ways. I uh-huh. don't know, because I think that's interesting, too. Yes, because she totally knows how to, like, turn on the tactic by this point. Yeah. Which tactic to use, and I love, my favorite line of the episode, possibly, probably, is that she basically tells him to stop feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> yeah. She'll, she'll repeat it again later, but because I love again, it. It's her trauma. Yes. Her she's... story. Yes. <laughs> and as he, he gets to react how he needs to react, but he also, like, doesn't get to make her feel shitty for taking time to process what happened to her. And he doesn't, like, get to exist as if the whole world revolves around him he, and his yes. feelings. Yes! Oh, my God, that's his biggest fucking issue. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I forgot, because I, I also, I looked at the text messages for uh-huh. this one, and I just thought it was funny, uh, because, uh, so the girls are talking, and a lot of the text messages is basically Nora being like, William refuses to answer the, answer the phone, uh-huh. or even, like, uh, the text messages, or talk to me, or whatever. So then all the girls, one of the girls, I think it's Chris Jobson says, oh, he turned off his humanity switch, <laughs> which is, like, a reference to, like, vampires and, like, the the vampire diaries oh. uh, and stuff. And he actually says, maybe he, maybe William is a vampire. <laughs> and it just felt like, I was like, it, it definitely felt like something um, they would have seen on the side. Yeah, very, I love very, that. Very, 
very age appropriate. Yes, um, and kind of time appropriate, yeah, topical. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, she knows. Is that the second reference to Vampire Diaries? Yeah, because there was that one point where no, it was a gossip. Oh, girl. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. I just yeah, but it's like uh, Juliana acknowledging the shared fandoms. Yeah, like yeah. overlapping fandoms. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty well, fun. And, and the shows that like people this age would also like yeah. binge on. Yeah, Netflix or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, I was, and and it's maybe because I've been watching Legacies, uh, the Vampire oh, Diaries uh-huh. spinoff of the spinoff, um, that <laughs> I'm much more aware of. I was like the language of it. I was like, yeah, turn off is humanity. Is. Like, literally, I heard that phrase. Actually, right before I heard, I listened to this episode, I watched this episode because I watched uh, this week's Legacies while I was having lunch. <laughs> and they were like, Klaus turned off his humanity. I don't remember it being like a switch, though. Oh, yeah, no, they call it, it's like a switch. I only watched, I think, the first season. And I remember when, what's her face, the main uh, Nina Dobrov, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, when she turns. And, but I remember it was, like, a curse or something, or something actually, like, caused, oh, no, she becomes a vampire. What am I talking about? Also, she doesn't become a vampire until, like, way later, so I don't know how much you watched. Maybe I just knew that she became a vampire? Yeah, I think you just knew. (laughs) No, like, in the- No, someone goes bad. Doesn't Stefan go bad? One of them, like, turns off his humanity. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't think it was a voluntary thing. No, you know, you, you turn it off. You're like, I don't want to deal with the pain of this anymore, so I'm going to turn off my humanity. Love um, it. Whatever. I'm still in the Buffy world of, like, getting your soul back. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out, also, Josephine is so amazing in this scene. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, one of her highlights, but in the beginning, I'm just how that, she just captures that, like, awkwardness of, like, apologetic, but also, like, just wanting to connect with him and... Uh, yes. yes, it's so well done. Yeah, I thought that part was well done, especially that 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 she she wants it so much. Yeah, um, and she's so sort of like open with her body and face, um, inviting him in, um, and like, yeah, just but like with dignity at the same time. Yes, not yeah, yeah, yeah. no, way. not in a pathetic way. Yeah. No, no, it's like it's. I thought it was like a very powerful Nora scene. Uh huh. Um, all around. Uh, I don't know. Just yeah. Like, I'm just so proud of her. Yeah, I do Everything love it. she's been through. I do love it. Uh, and now it's uh, Friday, bitches. <laughs> the most important day in the scam scamverse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, Nora's making her bed and cleaning up her room. Can I just point out how obsessed I am with her pillows? Have I ever mentioned this? No. I am obsessed with her pillows. I even tried Googling, <laughs> like, if anyone's ever. I didn't have a chance to really look through it. But, yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny. I did notice them this episode more than ever, and I was just like... I literally, I, I thought to myself, yeah, throw a pillow can really, like, set a room apart. Yeah, it's nice with the clean white sheets. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, good, oh, okay, I can see that. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, she gets a text from William, for William, and he says he's outside, he doesn't have a lot of time. Uh, yeah, he's outside, um, so she, I like that her reaction to, like, you can tell in her face that she's like, oh, okay, that's not what I was expecting, but okay. Yeah. Uh, so she immediately goes down, um, and William is standing by the car where Penetrator Chris is in the driver's seat. I don't know if it makes us make if they made it explicit. Maybe I just like know that it's Penetrator Chris. I, I knew too. I think okay. you can kind of make out who okay, it is. I was yeah. Like, uh, and he, I assume he's driving him to the airport. Yes. Uh, and she's kind of like, wow, you weren't kidding when you said you didn't have a lot of time. And he's like, yeah, I leave at six. <laughs> yeah, he's gotten it close. Uh, um, for extra drama. Yes, and then, oh, he's so <laughs> dramatic in this fucking scene. God. 
and take like, a pill <laughs> in the worst way. And he's yeah, because it's another one of like my feelings are the only uh-huh. legitimate ones. But the glory of this scene. Okay, is I'll, she? Yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. in a second. It's she's well, so. We good. need to go through it because she's good. so good too. Uh, so yeah, so if she starts kind of like it's funny because we we saw her in the previous scene when she says we have to talk. I'm not letting uh-huh. you be so strong and so like you know like blah blah blah. But when she first comes down, there's a vulnerability when she starts to talk to him because she was ready for one scenario in her head. Yeah, they were in her room. She was had gonna have, and then suddenly she's outside. They were gonna have a heart to heart and like be open with each other, but he's like not letting her do yeah. that. Yeah. So when she first starts talking to him, she's like, so. Like, when are, how, are you going to London for how long? Like, when like, are you coming yeah, back? Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to be there forever. And then he's like, why are you going? He's yeah, like, like, cause like, I want to. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> what about us? And he's like, what about us? Yeah. And then he, like, twists the knife while, like, plunges it a yeah. million times and then twists it. Where he's like, um... Sorry, back to this thing. Yeah, so, uh, what were we saying? Oh, so, and then, okay, so, yeah, he, like, yeah, he plunges the knife, knife in and, and twists it by saying, I don't love you. Yeah. I'm not in love with you anymore. Uh, to which, like, n- snap, like, snaps Nora into action. Yes, and she's, and she's like, like, nope. nope. <laughs> because if you didn't love me, you wouldn't be so fucking cold about it. And, and then he's all like, that's just who I am. I'm Which, just cold. I just kept, like, picturing that ridiculous gif of, uh, what's-his-face from Riverdale, where he's just like, oh, I'm weird. That's who I am. <laughs> Jughead. Jughead, yeah. Oh, uh, Jughead. Basically, William does the same thing. He's just like, I'm cold, because that's who I, I am. And she is not Call, having any no, of it. No, she calls him out, and it's amazing to watch. It's amazing. Basically, she runs through it and says, like, you know, I always wondered, like, how come you're so smart? It's because you have to talk yourself into being an asshole. Uh, you know, is it because you, you, is it so you can, like, is it because your mom was a cunt, so it's okay? <laughs> to uh, be fair, that word is har- harsh, but it is the one he used when he talked about his mom in, like, episode, yeah, like, true. two or three or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But I yes. I forgot about that. And she's like, you know, people, other people experience terrible things, and they're still nice to each other. It's a choice to be an asshole, and it's a choice to let Nico destroy us. Yes, I loved it so much. I was like, choice is such... The... And this is where I'm, again, Team Julie, where I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, this is excellently done. Well, and it's and it's an acknowledgement to a certain extent, I think, of the criticism towards William's character. I still don't know... That they effectively disprove this. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, like William is is an asshole at the beginning, and he is choosing to be this way. Yeah. But then he's gonna. Yeah, the idea being that these are two people, and because they're young, it especially works. But like, they're kind of gonna make each other better. Yes. Like he pushes her out of her safety zone and to kind of question things that she, about herself that she assumed in a good way, and then she's gonna force him to not be an asshole. Yeah. And that's that's just the trade-off here. Yeah, it's just the trade-off uh, here. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a storyline in the, the season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the season four, where this one character who came in to be her love interest later on when Greg when Greg left. Uh-huh. He's back now, but played by a different actor, but whatever. <laughs> Shelby is like, I hate him! <laughs> I've heard, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, so it's Scott, Scott Foster, whatever, he's Cappy from Greek. Uh, and he plays, like, this rich asshole, and that's basically been his, his thing the entire time. Even when at first he fell in love with Rebecca, he was, like, it was, like, against his will. 
his will sort of uh-huh. a little bit. Um, so his arc this season is essentially that he's going to be a nice guy, but he has to say it before he does anything nice all the time. Like, he's <laughs> like, I'm a nice guy now, so I'm going to do this. Or like, I'm nice now. And he was like, well, I was off being nice. This other thing happened. I don't know that that's how that works. It's not, but it's very funny. And it, it's, and I think eventually he is very slowly becoming, um, an actual, actual nice, nice guy. But, uh, and, and the people on the show have called him out and said. Okay. All right. So the show's that, aware of it. It's no, like, no, yeah, the show yeah, is okay. aware of it. That's pretty uh, funny though. But it's, yeah, I don't know why it reminded me of that a lot, where he's like, I'm nice now! <laughs> I feel like that's like, you know how at the end of the show, when everyone gathers for that, like, yeah. barbecue or whatever yeah, they're yeah. doing, um, and William comes, and he's sort of like, yes, he's so awkward! He's yeah. like, hi guys! Hi. I know, hi. Is, is this how humans smile? <laughs> like, does my skin fit right? Like, I don't know what is up with him there. It's like, it's so but, uh, it's funny. Um, anyway, you should watch Crazy X, but neither here nor there. And then... And then after she gives this whole, like, it's a choice thing where I think now we're seeing the whole, like, William is finally sort of listening to her. Yeah, and, and not, he is breaking down. Like, he yeah. kind of turns away because he can't face her in that moment. And, and then she sort of then gives on, <laughs> gives him some of her own vulnerability and say, like, you know, just because you're afraid of getting hurt, does that mean you're never going to get close to anyone again? Like, yeah. that's, well, that's lonely. Like, and she's like, she's, I think... Letting him know that... Even before... Like, she digs in a little bit deeper before she even goes there. She goes, like, what are you gonna do? Walk around London being an asshole because your brother is mean? (laughs) Like, because your girlfriend likes you? you. Yes. (laughs) Like, yes, every line. I just wanted to cheer. They were Uh, so good. Every single line was good. Um, And then she sort of wraps it up in a, like, a little bit less hostile. Yeah. So, and she's like... People need people. And in parentheses, I wrote, even assholes. <laughs> yes. Even <laughs> assholes need people. Yeah. That should be a bumper sticker. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just saying. But. He... And then again, this is when she's, when she's like, I am fighting for us. Like, like yeah. never before. And she's like, I love you. You love yeah. me. Like, that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. And you're making a choice to lose this if you get yeah. in that car. And it was just a really beautiful mix of Nura being, like, both vulnerable and strong and badass and uh-huh. just, like, yeah, I was here for it. Yeah. Even even, even if I'm not someone who loves William and Nura together, just to see Nora act this way, I think, would be satisfying. Yeah, absolutely. But he gets in the car. He gets in the car. And he drives off. Because he has to do everything extra dramatic. He has to be extra. <laughs> and Nura kind of, like, is shocked by this. And crushed immediately. Yeah. And then she's it, walking away. She's calling Eva. Yeah, and our confirmation that Eva is still her best friend. Yeah. Girlfriend. I did like that it was, yeah. she, A, called a girlfriend instead of just, like, running to her, her room. room. And B, that it was Eva yeah. in particular. So she calls Eva and she just, like, starts being like, he left. William left. William left me. He broke up with me. He's going to London. Yeah, she's, like, trying to, like, say it all at once and it's not making any sense and she's yeah, yeah. she's did a good job there too uh when and then in the, in back, the background in the background we see the car reversing which probably a dangerous thing to do guys on a one-way street i think so <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i assume it's one way i guess i just assumed it was anyway whatever backs up uh, william gets out of the car as uh, she's still like talking to eva and like basically about to start crying so he comes back and you can see him, like, in the background coming towards her. And you're like, she doesn't know yet. He's there. And I wrote, Norway sheared, I assume, right now. Everyone <laughs> in Norway was like, oh, my God. And then he. They heard it in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he, like, f- turns her around. 
Uh, kind of just yeah, spins yeah. her around, yeah. And and she just like drops the drop, call with drops Ava the call. immediately, and then um they just like hug and stare into each other's eyes. Uh huh. Um, pretty like much the soulmates that they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what? After now that we've gone through the scene of her actually, uh, what she says to him, I'm kind of feeling better. Like I'm gonna like walk back a little bit what I said about the storyline in terms of like it is. It does kind of eventually come back around to centering it on her. Yeah. And dramatically, I do understand that he... It was actually you saying that she's fighting for him. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense because he fought for her. It's the fighting for her yeah, that was a little bit weird. Yeah, that's, and that's the thing. Like, I get it from a writing standpoint. Yes. Even if I don't necessarily I don't love... know the execution, but yeah. he, let's say he fought for her and now she's doing she has quotes, to, by the way. Yes, over. which no one can see. <laughs> over fights. <laughs> Except Gabby. And then, uh, and then now she has to fight for him and I, I that makes sense. Like, dramatically, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I think the arc was supposed to go. But I'm glad it's wrapped up. Yeah, it's wrapped up. They're back together. Norhelm forever. So, Whatever. Gabby, what is there going to be in the next episode? Isn't there one more left? Yes, there is one more, I think, 15-minute episode. Uh, yeah, so, it's a doozy. So there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of, like, curveballs thrown at us. Mm-hmm. It's like, just when you thought everything was going to be wrapped up, ha, lies. <laughs> more, bigger, better. What's that um, tagline in um, the South Park movie? Some, oh, bigger, ba- uh, bigger, stronger, uncut, or something like that. Something like that. Anyway, <laughs> that's the next episode of Scott. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I'm kind of excited for it because I don't I remember parts of it, but not all of it. Um, so. I just know one fact from it. I don't remember anything else. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll see. It will be a fun oh, watching experience. It will be a fun watching experience. Um. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. So, you know. Yay show for making me be okay with Norha? Yeah. 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 I guess, okay, so, like, in wrap-up, basically, like... I mean, there's still a little bit more of them Yes, left, but, but, like, the love story seems to be mostly wrapped up. So, how? what are your final, like, closing thoughts on it? That I'll never ship them, but that I'm okay with it. Like, like... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm like, okay, sure, yeah. fine. I, I'm super happy I watched it again, and got a new perspective on it and like watching it more carefully saw more nuance to yes it. and that i definitely liked it liked enjoyed the season a lot more than i thought i would um and i'll, ship them. I'll say i'll ship them you'll, you'll ship them yeah all right eva and Jonas are my number one so like of these two seasons but yeah i, I, I dig norhelm i mean i get it yeah. I, i'll overlook i it's yeah. okay i can fill in the blanks okay all right good i'm, I'm in i'm on board yeah, you can fill in the blanks. All right, fine. Uh, yeah, I'll be fine with them. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'm never, I, I'm never gonna go and you know look for. Yeah. Oh, fan fiction. For it's not your. It's not my thing. It's no. not your marshmallow. No. Fix. No, it's not. Never gonna be that. <laughs> and yeah, and that's that's another couple that definitely fits a very similar bill. Um, but that worked better. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Yeah. All right. Okay. Alrighty. That's, uh, well, like, we'll have one more episode in the season. I don't know why I sound like I'm wrapping up the season. <laughs> I know. Like, it, we've stopped. I kind, of, I kind of want it to be over, to be honest. But anyway, uh, that's it for this episode. Do you want to do our wrap-up, like, finding us and stuff? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, find us on Twitter, 
or I was I want to say Instagram, but that's way too many things <laughs> for me to look at. Uh, Twitter or Tumblr or email us or um, just review on iTunes. All the information should be in the episode description. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening. Yep. Bye.